Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an oaky Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfy with your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Self Sesh. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. And today I have my good, 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 good friend, Jason Frazier. We just call him Frazier because he's cool. Yep. <laughs> he's out in Utah. He is marketing genius. I didn't even pull up your bio because we did this so quick. So if you want to share a little bit about what you do and who you are, he's amazing. Marketer, brander, mortgage, podcaster, um, social media. What am I missing? Just throw it out there, Jason. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I just, I, I, marketer is fine. Everything else is just, you know, what I do. So <laughs> it's what you do. I met Jason on Snap. Snapchat two years ago through um, a bunch of people like, well, we have to mention them, Dustin, yeah. Rome, and <laughs> Chelsea Pike, Pinky Benson, and just a bunch of people on it morphed into a friendship and um, meeting in person about a year and a half. Well, actually, we met in Miami first yeah. Yeah. for lunch, yeah. and then uh, you guys put together the second uh, real estate ma mastermind out in Park City, and that was really cool. So um, I wanted to talk to Jason a little bit today because he really has a finger on the pulse in the mortgage industry, along with the real estate side. And I thought it would be really good for all of us to revisit how real estate agents and mortgage professionals can work together. Yep. The goal of this podcast is to share marketing and branding tips on a shoestring budget and solve problems for you guys and give you some some suggestions on how to reach out how to collaborate and um and and run with this uh with open houses and marketing and things like that so um away we go with frazier as in Jason. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Michelle. Um, yeah, so my name, uh, I go by Frazier, but my name is Jason Frazier, and I am the, uh, uh, well, many things. I'm the founder of the Agent Marketer, which is a marketing, coaching, and training uh, program. I'm also um, the chief marketing officer for Wise Agent, which is a real estate CRM. And then I'm also the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate, which is real estate's first media network. And, uh, and then I've been doing marketing for quite a bit. I, I worked at a mortgage lender as an executive for 10 years, uh, doing marketing technology and uh, strategy. So uh, um, I've definitely been doing that for a while, but I've been, I was born into the industry. It's a family business for me. I just, I've only worked in it since 2009. Uh, before that, my, uh, background is primarily in technology startups and venture capital. So, uh, so that was my world, the whole Silicon Valley, San Francisco Bay area tech startup scene. That's where I'm from and got into this, which actually really primed me for what's happening in our industry. Um, but yeah, so, and, and, uh, and like Michelle said, we, we met on Snapchat, which is cool because, um, you know, we had just talked about this and my, my podcast with Michelle that will be coming out next week. Um, but it's kind of a cool community and that's one of the beauty 
beauties of social media is that, um, you know, I got to meet people like, like you, Michelle and, and other friends that you had mentioned. And it's, it's really turned, you know, they're where I'm at today and all the opportunities and things that have happened would not have happened without that. And so, uh, it's really been great to, to enjoy building, um, that community. So, uh, it, you know, in, in which kind of, I'll use that as a segue to get into what you're talking about as far as, you know, creating a strong, uh, partnership between an agent and a loan officer. Um, I just did a podcast on this, um, episode 32 of the agent marketer podcast. And, um, you know, I did it more from the loan officer side, but what I did was I did it with, with getting input from, um, from agents, right. And what agents actually want and, and telling loan officers, like stop sending the cold text emails, the things that they don't care about. And because you think that's what they care about, but basically I have a formula, which I call bagnet and that's B A G N A T. And that stands for be a giver, not a taker. And so the reason why is, um, you know, from what I hear from agents, and I'm sure you can't appreciate this, Michelle, is that the agents for such a long time have been the hub for business. So it's not, you know, as a loan officer, you need to understand that, guess what? You're not the only one going to that agent for business. They're probably getting hit up by insurance people. They're getting hit up by credit repair. Mm -hmm. They're getting hit up by title. They're getting hit up by home warranty people. There's so many different people that come to an agent trying to get leads and business that the agent's having to do all of that. And honestly, they get sick of having to be the hub for every, where everyone's coming to from business because nobody's given them anything. You know, the, the, what's the value add? The loan officer says, hey, well, I will, I will tell, take care of your clients and close the loan on. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. That's your job. That's not a value add to do what you get paid to do. That isn't, I mean, if you do it better than some, right. like, I mean, let's don't, let, let's, let's not, you know, put that aside because that is important to do because so many people don't do that. Don't close loans on times and don't do that. So maybe that is becoming a value add because so many people don't do that. But, um, True. but I really wanted to get deep into what agents, uh, you know, uh, care about and what they want. And the, you know, a few things that I brought up was one is like, Hey, have some great programs, some great rates and some great fees for my clients. So they're, you know, so that they're getting the best deal. Um, you know, other things that brought up is say what you're going to do. So if you tell me you're going to do X, Y, and Z, then you should do X, Y, and Z. Um, the thing that I hear about the most, the biggest gripe from agents is loan officers that don't communicate, that they don't, they're not, they're not timely. There's no sense of urgency. It's something I've experienced on, on the mortgage side, just seeing my loan officers do that and just drives me nuts because I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. The communication right there, um, having social proof so that they know that, Hey, you know, that you do take care of your clients. Um, be a true partner, like help me generate leads. Like just don't come to me and say, you know, Hey, I'll take care of your clients. Give me some business. Give me something, right? Like give me a referral. You go out and show right. me that you could generate leads, go out and show me that you know how to handle leads. So if I do go in on a lead share with you that I know that once you get them, that you're actually going to do something with it, that you're going to help me both. We're both going to do this together and not just mm -hmm. be all dependent on the agent. So there's a lot of that stuff that the loan officer needs to understand from the agent's perspective is like, look, it's a two-way street, right? You know, call my clients and let them know what's happening with their loan. I don't have to be the person. Make sure you're communicating with everybody in the process. Um, there's so, you know, make mm -hmm. sure that my transaction is smooth. Keep in contact. There's so many different things. But that, that, those were the main things um, out of, you know, 300 and some comments from agents. And I've done, you know, 40 hours of, of focus groups with agents when I was creating the agent experience program at Mason McDuffie. So I could really understand that. Now, 
from an agent right. perspective, um, look, you guys have a lot of power. So honestly, I think you guys can help with really what's needed in the mortgage business and get and stop giving stop giving business to loan officers that don't perform and and or the, or crappy companies, right? Like stop doing it. And I don't care if they have great programs or whatever. If it's a bad experience and you're the one recommending them, that looks bad on you. So there needs to be, in my experience, or not experience, but in my opinion, there needs to, there, it's not only is there a need to be, but there's going to be a calling in our industry, both on the agent and loan officer side for the people that just don't perform for the modern consumer that aren't, that are more of a, a taker and not a giver. You know, we're, we're there to support without right. consumers, we don't have jobs. So we need to make sure that we're doing the best thing possible. So from an agent's perspective, don't accept anything less than perfection from your, now things are going to happen. Some things are going to be out of the loan officer's control, but then, Hey, you know what? I'm saying, look, if you're, if you're, if your underwriting sucks, then move to a different company. And that's, and that I think, too much right now we're, we've let these people just pass on being um, complacent with being um, you know uh, just mediocre and right now we need greatness we need things that are just awesome so from an agent's perspective you guys need to hold their feet to the fire and make sure that you should expect perfection you just really should and here's the other thing I'm going to throw into this if you are an agent with a buyer please communicate with the listing agent. When I was away this past summer um, in Italy, um, I had two deals going on. And one in particular, I, I have to say, when agents become the barrier instead of part of the problem solving, it becomes a problem. And when you're you're traveling and you're still doing your business and you consistently follow up and say, where are we at with the loan? Where are we at with the loan? Oh, we're fine with the loan. Okay. We're good with the loan. Send me the stuff. And then the loan officer doesn't get the paperwork out for the three days. I'm sorry. You yeah. have one job to do. And I had an agent telling me to not call the lender and I'm like, okay, well you guys totally dropped the ball and the closing got delayed from Friday to Monday. So it wasn't like a Thursday, Friday, and and so I always say agents were a team you know you need to let us know what's going on so that we can prepare our sellers if something's going to go awry it's better to know up front we get things happen but when you are not being transparent that's when we have the problems yeah right yeah. and so we all have to just work together um one of the questions I have is how can uh, loan officers and mortgage profession professionals be a marketing partner to um, agents um, as we are in 2019 now? What sorts of things do you see that they are partnering together on? Yeah, so, and, and it's good that you're, you know, your focus of your podcast is how to do these things on a shoestring budget. And I'll give you the perfect, perfect example of what they can do, what they should be doing. Um, so part of my podcast, I talked, to, I gave a script basically that I've used to, ha to help loan officers, you know, actually get their email read. And, and it's really to understand the agent and the partner, like understand what that agent's business is. If they have a niche, what is it? Understand right. it. Like, uh, you know, do, do a little research. It's not hard on social media to find out what people are about, you know, do that. So you have something, 
But the best way to do it, and this was part of my example in the script, is go in and code and co-write blog blog posts together that well, focus on your local market. Good right? idea. Do that, and it, that doesn't cost a lot of money to do to to do these things. And most agents and loan officers don't team up this way. And at the end of the day, it's local content that people are looking for. So why not do that? Do it as a partnership. You could generate leads without having to pay anything other than um, the hosting fee for a year for you know a podcast or sorry for a blog, um, which doesn't cost which a is lot, nothing. Which is nothing that you guys can share. You guys are talking like what, like sixty dollars a piece for a year. I mean that's nothing to do that. But then send all this local content. Start a podcast together. Do flash briefings together. Do these things about your local market. Um, you know Michelle's in in Boca Raton. Ton. Like she could team up with a local loan officer and do something there. Or, you know, if you're in like Salt Lake City here, you could team up as an agent and a loan officer to do that and blog about local things. The con it's, it's either the loan officer could do that, the agent could do that separately, but it's, it's better in numbers. You could do it together because you get two perspectives. You create a two, uh, uh, um, a true partnership. Um, and you, and you know, like if an, if you're an agent and you happen to be a little weak on the marketing, try to find a loan officer that's strong. And if you're a loan officer, try to find it right. that's a little stronger on the marketing. And so, um, you know, this is it. This is what people are looking for. Hyper-local content is huge. It has risen so much mm -hmm. as far as what people want and look for in the last five years that it's crazy. You know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm reading a book right now called, um, uh, um, Mark, Jason, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a basically about kind of the difference about uh, marketing, right? And the um, mm -hmm. uh, God, uh, oh, marketing rebellion. Sorry, Mark, Mark Schaefer, marketing rebellion. I'm reading like marketing okay. disruption and a few other. Books. Oh, I love Mark Schaefer. I read his book, yeah. Knowing. Yeah, Mark Mark Schaefer is awesome. Great. Um, he wrote a book called The Content Code, which was great. Um, and so anyway, he's talking about the marketing rebellion. And the thing is that um, when it comes down to it, the most human company is going to win. People don't trust marketing mm -hmm. messages from big brands anymore. If people are going to come to you, mm -hmm. they're going to come to you because you're you. They're not going to come to you because you happen to be with Keller or EXP or, or Remax or whatever. They're going to come to you right. because of you. You're the face. As in the agent and the loan officer, you are the face. You're the ones that they're going to they're going to end up knowing, liking, and trusting to handle your transaction. The more that you mm -hmm. partner up with people that are of common interests and can play off of each other, if, if it, you know, maybe if you're a little bit more data centric, but you have, and the, but the other person's a little bit more personality focused, then that's a great combination because mm -hmm. you could play off of each other with that. So yeah, that you might, my thing always, because blogging has always been important, but it's really important now, especially when you're focusing on hyper-local stuff, is that if you are looking to, to, to do a true marketing partnership between a loan officer and agent, do a blog together and, and co-do that, co-brand it, whatever you want to call it. And then just, you know, then generate the leads off that. You could do a YouTube show together and, and generate leads off of that, which, you know, you, you had mentioned that you've got a lead off YouTube and Karen Carr, we know, um, mm -hmm. does awesome on doing that, that, that type of stuff. Because when it comes down to it, a consumer needs to, need, needs to know both sides. They need to know how the real estate transaction, as far as the real estate marketplace works, and they need to know how home financing works, right? So do that. And all of that is free to do. It doesn't cost you anything. To, to create this content, like I said, you know, for the blog hosting, it's, it's very mi minimal. 
Um, and for YouTube, it's free. Like you don't have to pay for anything. And then, you know, maybe if you want to go on some Facebook ads down the road, do that. But this is content that you can not only help your SEO value of both your brands, but uh-huh. you then end up creating that true partnership um, where you guys are both sharing in, uh, in, in the, uh, the, the data, the leads and, and the content that you're pushing out there. So let me ask you this. Do you think, um, you know, you've got really huge producers that work with certain mortgage uh, professionals. How would you suggest an agent seek out a mortgage professional that will pay some attention to them um, if you're growing your business, um, knowing that you're not the whale um, and and that, you know, you actually will have a partnership of sorts and you're not competing with someone who's just at a different level. Because I think that's a big fear too, is that you work with someone, but there's a huge team that they work with. So are you really going to, you know, is that really going to be a win-win? Yeah. And that, and that's a little bit more difficult because it's, it's hard to know the loan officer. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, loan officers are out there that are, you know, are good. They just don't have a lot of business either because they don't, you know, they're not sourcing a lot themselves or the agents that they've picked to work with aren't great producers themselves. But what it comes down to is that if I'm a, if I'm a agent and I'm looking for a lender partner to either help me grow my business or grow, looking for a true partner to grow together, Um, you can, uh, you know, look on social media because when it comes down to it, you want somebody that's an, that's a good marketer that's Mm -hmm. out there. That's actually creating a personal brand for themselves. And they're out there. They're not easy to find when loan officers come to me saying, Hey, give me some examples. No, they're not. It's, it's it's hard. It's a problem. Yeah. Because here's the thing you want to know. It's like, if you do a blog roundup, you want the other person to link to your blog and vice versa. Then it's a win-win for your SEO and everything. And even though, so if, if you do a speaking event, like I do speaking events and I, I've had some uh, mortgage companies uh, be my, my sponsor, but the issue becomes that's great, but they don't know how to market it. And yeah. then they're looking at me to market the whole thing. And I'm like, well, honestly, it really is beneficial for you to send an email out to your database you know, remind them that, hey, I'm here, this is free, ba 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 and do within whatever your guidelines are, some social media posts, and they just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and, it, and I get, and honestly, I get so, and I, I catch flack from this because a lot of people, um, you know, because you know me, I'm pretty blunt and truthful when no. it comes to it. But, but at the same time, it's all out of, I want everyone to take advantage of the opportunities they have. And I'm so sick of seeing loan officers with excuses like, I didn't grow up with this. I didn't do this. I don't do that. And I'm telling you right now, as an agent, if, if a loan officer isn't on social media, don't, they don't understand what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to partner with those that really do understand what's happening right now, understand where we're going as an industry, understand what's going to be the most beneficial and successful. Don't take, if you have a loan officer coming to you, talking to you about social media and they don't do anything, don't listen to them, right? Because if they, if it was so awesome and so great, then they would be doing it themselves, right? And it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that they use as one of those, hey, I will give them something of value and then hopefully I get something in return, but they're not utilizing the advice themselves. And at the end of the day, I want those that really have a passion for this industry, the people that are in it for legacy, that are in this as a career and want to be a true professional. 
those are the people that will put in the time and effort to understand it. I'm not saying you got to be an expert in social media, but put in the time to do it. And it doesn't matter. Like any, I have seen some people that have started from nothing that were afraid of the camera, that were afraid of doing social media, couldn't even pronounce the names right, calling it tweaker and stuff like that, but ended up being very <laughs> well at it because they took the time to do it. Right. Um, you know, you do the hashtag, you know, over 50 stuff. So age isn't a matter. I've seen too many people that are, you know, that you would be considered not in the social media demographic that do great at it. I, I, yeah. I know an agent that's 75 years old that uses Snapchat. Like, I mean, it happens if you want to take the time to do it. So from an agent's perspective, when you're looking at a lender partner, make sure that they're, they're actively did marketing themselves on digital so whether that be yeah marketing. so take no excuses and i can see that's an opportunity to say listen if you don't know how to do this i'll show you how to do it but you got to do what i'm telling you to do because yeah. it's a win-win yeah. win. if you want to if you want to take the time and it makes sense or like you said um seek out um lender partners that already they already get it like yeah. I, I i have a lender friend of mine that we did a podcast like when I was starting my podcast and then I stopped it and it was all about Boca, but her company literally made her reach out to me to take it down. And there wasn't any, anything wrong with it. It just wasn't, she didn't ask to do it. She just did it. And so it became an issue. And so I did, you know, I took it down cause it wasn't impactful to me and, she's a friend and if some I would never do that but they clearly didn't see the long-term vision of here's two women mm -hmm. who've known each other a long time worked together a long time and we're having a great conversation and you guys just don't get it you know yeah. like the power of social media yeah and absolutely mm -hmm. and I, I and you know I see that all the time and I tell people I'm like you know look if you're happy there that's one thing but you got to understand like you definitely want to work where you're happy, but notice that there are other places out there that you can be just as happy that aren't going to, um, you know, aren't going to hold you back from doing what needs to be done. And, and especially on the mortgage side, there are so many lenders that don't get social media, that don't understand the power of it, that, you know, that come from a point of being afraid of everything and, and are worried right. that are a little bit worried about com now compliance is a very real thing. And I don't want to, I don't want right, to, exactly. like it's not, but at the same time, there are so many people that would just rather not have to deal with it at all. So they just do blank. And I've, I've seen that before. And it, they do nothing. They do nothing. And it's terrible. Yes. And, that's, and it's not going to help you as a loan officer. If you're, at a, if you're at a company that does that, that will be to your detriment long term. So don't do that. To go somewhere else. You can be happy at another company. There are plenty of other great lenders out there for you to work for. And let me premise up by saying, and ask compliance, yeah. you know, say, Hey, I have something I want, want to do. What am I allowed to do? Send me the rules. So I know what I'm yeah. allowed to do. Okay. Do I have to yeah. run this by you before it goes live? Fine. I mean, it's really just more, more about knowing what your company will allow. Like yeah. when I was with Warner Lambert for 10 years, I sold Listerine, Benadryl, big products. Right. And and we had to, on certain occasions, go to the category and product managers and get clearance from them. And then the next level on some of the things we were doing micro local here in South Florida, like we used to, well, I don't see so much now, but sea lice. Well, Ben 
Benadryl was good for sea lice, topical Benadryl. Well, we had to get permission, but we asked like, here, here's the concept. It makes sense. This happens every year. Can we do this? Oh yeah, you can do it with now it's CVS and Winn-Dixie and things like that. But let me ask you this, because we've talked about this before. The boring, here are the market stats. Here are the rates. <laughs> What, what can you recommend to agents that are listening today on one or two things they can do so it's not a snooze fest? Like, guys, you can be creative. So Jason is very creative. So what are a couple of things that they can do to present, you know, hey, it's a great time to buy. Interest rates are still relatively low. And go. <laughs> Yeah. So if now one thing that agents and loan officers need to know is that from, 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 and this is something that I say, and I get, this is a little, I'm going to use the word controversial, just I can't think of a better term of it, but something I say all the time to, uh, you know, the, the members of, of my coaching program is that agents and loan officers need to understand is that there's no such thing as a, as a real estate or a mortgage consumer. And what I mean by that is that consumers when you market to them, you can't market to them like you do fast food or gasoline and stuff that they're going to consume all the time. If I, as a consumer, buy a house, I'm probably done for the next seven to 10 years. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. If you need to right. keep my attention, market reports, selling and buying and stuff are not going to mean anything to me. And so, and then at the same time, if I'm, you know, it takes a while for a consumer to get to that point to where they're ready to either sell their house and they're going into that kind of, is it right for me stage, right? And it's called micro moments. Right. You're doing that. You cannot market to them with a heart because basically buying a house is a bottom of funnel tactic. Selling a house is a bottom mm -hmm. funnel tactic. Getting a loan is a bottom funnel tactic. You got to talk to them about other things. Now, if you want to be creative about it, you got to interest them something either visually or be funny about it to grab their attention. So one thing that, mm -hmm. that we did that we created at Mason McDuffie when it came to talking about rates and how low they are right now, because a lot of people have a, a short-term memory. They think that mortgage rates started at the crash, you know, in, in, in 2008, in 2007, 2008, and they didn't, if they go back to the nineties and realize that they were at, you know, 19% or, you know, 17, like they were Double pretty high rate. Yeah, yeah. Rates were pretty high and they're still very, mm -hmm. very low right now. Yes. They're not at two, eight and three, seven, like they were after the crash, but right. still, you know, you could find four, three and four, four and under 5%, even it goes up to 6%. Guess what? That's still a low rate. And so one thing that we did, Amazing. and then one thing that we did to be creative about it was that we, uh, we, 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 we did that historical uh, rates, but what we did is we did it by decade. So what we did is we did like the eighties, this is what the rate was. And we made the whole scene look like an eighties, like kid's bedroom. And then seventies with the lava lamp and then nineties with like rap albums and stuff like that. And then two thousands with like, you know, like, you know, the, the, you know, computer age. Right? Yeah. So, so basically you could do stuff like that to make it visually appealing and let, and get people thinking about it. Yeah. Be, be creative when you're talking about it. Just don't send out market reports because for, for, and, and, and look, don't get me wrong. Those are shotgun marketing tactics and sometimes you'll hit a target and it will work. And then what, what happens of that works one time and you're like, that's it. Like that's all I'm doing now is just marketing reports. 
we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're in a, an era now where personalized and customized marketing absolutely matters. And that is how you're going to win in marketing today and going forward. Um, I'm not saying that's the only thing you do, but a lot of your marketing has to be based off of that. You could still do door knocking. You'd still do cold calling. You still do all that mm-hmm. other stuff, but you got to supplement it with the way that consumers want to be marketed to now. And a lot of that isn't in your face, uh, instant ask marketing. You know, we talked about this in the beginning as an agent, would you like a loan officer coming right up to you saying, Hey, would love to earn your business. How can you get, how can I earn a deal from you? And then, and that's an instant ask. You don't like that as an agent. Do you think a consumer goes, are you ready to sell your house or you should be buying a house and stuff like that? Educate them, give value, be creative based off of the journey, not the end, which is what you want. But if you are, if you are hitting them during Mm -hmm. those micro moments, when they are in that decision process of, is it right for me? What do I want from it? Is it meet my goals? Can I, can I, can I afford it? If you're hitting marketing messages within those ranges of, of micro moments, then that's how you guys win. That's how you compete. And that's how you market creatively right. as opposed to just doing the classic rates or this, and this is that. Well, and I think too, and one of my favorite things is working with niches um, with, you know, probate and estate, senior sit down size and divorce situations yep. uh, in the first two in particular. And I'll premise the last one. They may have purchased their house at much higher interest rates. Um, because of their age, you know, or the situation. And so would it make sense for them to sell and then pull the money out and downsize? Maybe. Um, uh, If someone's inheriting a property, uh, obviously, if it has a mortgage on it, that comes with a lot of other issues. And um, you do see a lot of gray divorce uh, because women have become very sure-footed in careers and make their own money. So especially once children leave um, and they're empty nesters, that may have been what was keeping some couples yeah. together. So you know, you're seeing people at an older age divorce. And so they're needing to purchase typically a smaller property. They don't need the big home. They don't need two ACs. They don't need a lot of stuff. Maybe they just want to focus on traveling and things like that. So I think you can target those niche markets with your lender partner and do things that appeal to the demographic that you are um, working with. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and niches are, and, and, and the beauty of niches is that those are highly customizable and highly targeted because you know exactly what they're going for. You know exactly what message Mm -hmm. message resonates with them. You know exactly what their concerns are. You know exactly what their before and after state is. You know exactly what their day is like. You know exactly what they're going through and you know exactly where they want to go. When you know the journey, it's easy for you to market to that. So Mm -hmm. I would highly recommend that if you can do a niche to do that. And there's a reason why they have yeah. that niches lead to riches, you know, saying, because it's true, because when you could be highly, it's very, very, it's very, very true. And that's what I speak on frequently is the riches are in the real estate niches and pillars to probate in real estate. And one of the reasons I talk about that is because I, you know, went through a difficult time after the housing market crash and I needed to be able to focus my marketing on one or two things, not trying to like go all over the the place. And so um, I think one of my goals moving forward after this conversation is I've got a few um, more 
here's people on my radar that I want to talk to that I see some of the things that they're doing. I saw a couple at Agent 2021, which tells me a lot. If, if they're at Agent 2021, in my world, they freaking get it. Yeah. And so I think that might be my first question is, you know, did you attend Agent 2021 if I didn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and how and how can we work together? Because I do like to do seminars and um, speaking and things like that. And and of course, um, having a lender partner is wonderful. You yeah. know, because they're there, they can talk the talk, and you know, just it's it's a wealth of information. So I think I think that's fantastic. And I think the other thing is is that you have someone because I I do speak about this, which is like. I'm a solo agent. We sometimes feel like we're on an island. There's a lot of depression and anxiety and things that go on in our industries. And it needs to be a conversation that more people talk about. So if you have some people that you work with, it's less lonely. I mean, honestly, just dumb it right down. It's fun to work with people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, I appreciate you coming on today. I have, um, Two questions for you. Okay. Uh, I like to throw out a 24-hour challenge to my listeners to help them incorporate what they've learned today. What is a, a challenge that you can throw out to them that they can do within 24 hours to jumpstart their mortgage lender partner uh, collaboration? Well, I would start looking. Uh, I would start looking on Facebook or Instagram and seeing what loan officers are actually out there doing some active marketing and being creative about, about it, which they definitely can do in 24 hours. And then shoot them an email or send them a message on Instagram or send them a message on Facebook saying, "Hey, I've been thinking about doing a hyper local blog post. Let's let's do that." And you guys, and and look, I know creating a whole blog and doing all that stuff is going to take some time. You can't do that in 24 hours. But what you can do in 24 hours is do a post on Medium. And, and use that. And that's, that's highly discoverable. And cause it, you know, a lot of and, and, and read medium. But the cool thing is then, then you kind of get an idea of, of, of their chops, right? Like, can they co-write a blog and do you like working for them? Do you guys have some commonality and some, some interests and can you think, do you think you could build a good partnership with this person? And so mm -hmm. that way you could do it mm -hmm. on medium and try it out and you could do that within 24 hours. You could go through and do some research on Facebook and Instagram, see, you know, look up hashtag mortgage, hashtag loan officer and see, you know, who's posting mm -hmm. stuff and some creative stuff in your market. And then, uh, you know, look up some social proof maybe and, and see where it is. So yeah, that, that's what yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's great advice. And lastly, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Oh, yeah. Geez. Wow. It's like, I almost have to like look around my office. I'm like, oh, I know, right? what do I, what do I like? Um, <laughs> you know? All right. How about this one? What's your favorite food <laughs> and why? Oh, oh, geez. I think I'll be, I'll be better with just the favorite, favorite, uh, favorite word. Um, okay. Again, that's, it's tough. Cause I like to eat a lot. So, um, me too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's hard. I w I would say if I if it was one thing that I had to, you know, because it's kind of it's kind of that whole like your last meal, you know, question like what would it be, you know, when it comes down to it. But it really would be it, it would probably be like a, a ribeye, a ribeye or prime rib, something like that. Done. Yep. <laughs> there is um. There's a group based here in Boca. I think it's called the Red Meat Lovers Group. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's pretty cool. Uh, and I'm all, by the way, 
think Captain Andy and I were all about the ribeye. Yeah, I'm all about love a good ribeye. <laughs> so you'll have to think of a word and get that back to me. And yeah. what's a good website for my um, folks to find you at? Yeah, so um, probably, you know, so uh, I would say the agentmarketerpodcast.com because you could get to the agent marketer from there, which is the coaching program. You could see all my content, connect with me on uh, all the socials uh, from there and then check out some of my uh, my podcast episodes. So uh, agentmarketerpodcast.com. Awesome. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks, Jason, for jumping on. Make sure you also enable his flash briefing on Lexi, Amazon Echo devices. (laughs) I listen to Jason every morning with my coffee. He always has great um, information and sound advice. I know you were just at Traffic and Conversion. And wherever he goes, and I'm kind of, I'm running with that now. Wherever Jason goes, I know he will share on his flash briefing for sure, like instantaneously, because that's so easy to get up and then a podcast. So I always look forward to Jason (laughs) traffic. Let's wipe me not. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. But for- no, go. Oh, you're doing great. <laughs> so anyway, so listen to uh, his flash briefing and you'll just get a lot of great information. Thank you again for joining me today. And uh, thanks again. Well, Bye thanks guys. Once again, thanks for listening to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz podcast. I'm so happy that you can join me with such great guests. I mean, oh gosh, my aha moments. I'm constantly writing down notes while I'm doing my actual interview. Hey, if you want more inspirational, motivational, and educational pieces, feel free to uh, follow me at the Michelle B on Instagram. You can follow my YouTube channel under Michelle Belisari. And hey, follow us at sipsocialcell.com. I post the different webinars and events that I'm going to be either doing or I'm going to be speaking at. And I would love for you to attend some of my free trainings. I always have fun stuff that I'm doing, especially when it comes to uh, social media. Uh, voice marketing, and riches in real estate niches. So thanks for joining in. If you like the podcast, feel free to give me a five-star review and share with some of your real estate friends. Hey, again, I love doing the SIP Social Sell sessions, and I'm glad you could join us. Have a great day.